The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. NBC and Richard Hudnut, makers of the all-new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent with Beauty Rinse Neutralizer, present Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribe. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Huckle. Join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. You know, it's often been said that it's worse to stand by and watch someone you love suffer than to go through it yourself. Well, that statement's very true, I think. Just imagine the young parents of a three-year-old who listened to the terrible diagnosis verdict, infantile paralysis. Thousands of parents every year hear that phrase. How much would you give to protect your child against infantile paralysis? There's no limit, is there? You'd give anything. Someday soon, science will find a cure. But it takes research. And this year, your March of Dimes is forcing a showdown with this terrible disease. It's mass testing a trial vaccine in the exciting hope of proving this year that it can stop polio from crippling your child. Friends give these crucial tests, which are costing extra millions of dollars, an extra chance to succeed. Your help in paying the extra millions for polio prevention is urgently needed. Join the 1954 March of Dimes. Give extra for victory over polio. Send your dimes and dollars to your local March of Dimes headquarters as soon as you can. Hey, Molly, you home? In the kitchen, dearie. Where'd you go when you... Give me a hand with these books, will you? Help me. I'm about to drop one of them. Yeah, never mind. I'll put the others on the table here. Where'd you get those enormous books, and what are they? You didn't buy a set of encyclopedias again. Nope, I've been to the library, kiddo. Law books. Today's the day my lawsuit comes up in court, you know. I want to be prepared. Lawsuit? You don't mean that poor little man who accidentally broke the picket on our back fence a month ago. And you threatened to sue him for $3? That lawsuit? Yep. Seven days going to court for $3. That's silly. It's not $3 anymore. I changed it to three seventy-five. You said it cost $3 to have the picket replaced to painted. Including 12 phone calls to get the low bid on it. What's the other 75 cents for? Mental anguish. Tootsie. All good lawyers throw in a little extra for mental anguish. Remember how I rolled and tossed and couldn't get to sleep the night that picket got busted? Yes, and I remember that fantastic peanut butter and onion sandwich you ate at bedtime, too. Mm-hmm. You were anguished, all right, but I don't think it was mental. Well, never the same. I'm suing for 375. I hope I didn't forget any books. I made out a list of the books I wanted to get and, and left at home. to pay for it. That was after he heard I was going to sue him. 
He broke that fence ticket a month ago, and he didn't come here to pay for it till last Wednesday. Well, the way you scared the poor man that day, waving that broken ticket at him and daring him to step on your property, it's a wonder he came back at all. I'm sorry, my dear, but the legal machinery is already turning the wheels of justice. As we lawyers say, sick transit Gloria Monday. Meaning what? Means Gloria got sick on the streetcar Monday. I don't know what that's got to do with the lawsuit, but all them lawyers talk that way, and I don't know why... Doctor boy! Oh, here we go. Just let me try to concentrate on... Hello there, kids! Hi, daughter! Hi, Johnny! Need anything at the store today? Yes, I'm glad you stopped by. I need some butter and a dozen eggs. How about some tamales, kids? No, I don't think so. Got a special on today. Fifteen dollars a gross. No, no, just butter and eggs, she said. Minced clams? How about some minced clams? You don't order mince clams like we used to anymore. We never did order mince clams. I mince my own. Oh, I guess that's right. I must have you confused with the Delaney's. Yeah, well, now, I'm trying to work here, so if you You folks look a little like the Delaney's, Johnny. Yeah? She's shorter, of course, and she's got a mustache. Uh, no, she's the one that's shorter, and she's got the mustache. <laughs> Say, how about some fruit, kids? Got some nice grapefruit in the day. Real fresh. All right, we'll take some grapefruit. Put us down for three. You better take nine, daughter. You may have to throw five or six of them away to get a good one. I thought she said they just arrived this morning. Yep, all the way from Florida, Johnny. You know what a long trip that is. Oh, sure. The way they bounce them crates around. All right, all right, all right. Make it nine. Now look. Nine? Is it that late already? I gotta get back to work, kid. Sorry I haven't got time to take your order, daughter, but you just fold it in. I'll bring it in tomorrow. Lock that back door, will you? i got to study my law. I'm going to prepare an opening speech that'll make courtroom history today. <laughs> As the immortal Gladstone once said, my dear, this suit is in the bag. Back to Whistle Vista in a minute. Hello, I'm your Richard Hudnut beauty advisor with news about a home permanent that lets you curl your hair to suit yourself. It's the new Richard Hudnut home permanent, and it gives you exactly the kind of wave or curl you happen to want. You get a choice of three different waving and drying methods, and exclusive beauty rinse neutralizer assures you best results no matter which method you use. For instance, if you like a casual hairdo, use the Richard Hudnut pin curl method. If you want a deeper, firmer wave, follow the Richard Hudnut Salon method. Or for a step-saving way to get nice, springy curls, try the Richard Hudnut Arm Curler method. You'll find the easy directions for all three methods right inside the new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent Package. So you really can curl your hair to suit yourself. Just remember, it's the new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent, the only wave in the world with beauty rinse neutralizer. It gives you best results no matter which method you use. Seems to me they just told the judge the simple facts instead just of... Just simple facts. Don't be naive, my dear. I can see you're not very familiar with courtroom procedure. I'm happy to say. Allow me to quote to you a passage from Daniel Webster's speech to the jury... In the case of Webster versus Jones. For stealing a dictionary, I suppose. Oh, I don't know, but it's the technique them great lawyers use that interests me, you know. Listen to this. Advancing to the bar of justice, Mr. Webster nodded to the jury, and taking a silver snuff box from his waistcoat, he graciously offered the judge 
a pinch of snuff. Oh, dear. Hey, we got a silver snuff box since then. Little things that win a pinch. No, dearie, no. We're fresh out of snuff boxes. Mm. I'll bring along a pill box full of aspirin, though. I have a hunch the judge might appreciate an aspirin. Ah, when I step up before that court and swing into my opening speech, I'll have that courtroom spellbound. Your Honor, I'll say, in the words of that great American Patrick Henry, what time is it, Tootsie? We better start downtown. <laughs> Did you bring the speech? Of course I brought my speech. When I come all the way down here to the court and read my speech at home, it's right here in my... No, it's in the inside pocket of my... Oh, oh, I know where it is. You left it at home. No, I didn't leave it at home. My gosh, Molly, sometimes the way you talk, you think I was a six-year-old kid or something. Here's my speech. Right where you pinned it, inside my overcoat. Well, that's a good boy. I'm glad you didn't lose it. Stop patting me on the head. People are looking. Come on, let's go in the courtroom. Well, now, let's sit down here till they call your case. I hope we're not late, because the notice said 4 o'clock, and I don't want to... Next case, Fribble McGee versus Oliver Bates, property damage. That's you, dear. McGee versus Bates. Are the parties to this suit in the courtroom? Here, Your Honor, Fribble McGee representing the plaintiff in the case of McGee versus Bates, wherein said Bates, the accused, did inflict three bucks worth of damage to Seth McGee. That'll do, McGee. You'll get your turn. The plaintiff rest. A very smart move. If he ever hits you with that wooden hammer... Is Mr. Bates here? Here, Your Honor. I, I'm very sorry to have caused you this trouble. I don't like to take up your time. I didn't mean to break his fence, and I want to pay him for it. He won't let me pay him. Is this true, Mr. McGee? Well, Your Honor, the confessed criminal did come over with the money, but that was weeks after the damage was done. Well, he scared me, Your Honor. The day I broke the fence, he came running out and yanked the ticket off and swung it at me. I ran. All right, let's hear both sides of this case in an orderly fashion. Mr. McGee, give me your version of this incident. What happened? Your Honor, I stand before you today to plead the cause of simple justice. Never mind that, Jess. The accuser did herewith snag his coat sleeve on the nail of my fence, thus tearing the picket off and damaging it $3 worth. In the words of that great American, Patrick Henry, Three bucks is a small price to pay for liberty. And if he don't pay me three bucks, take away his liberty and lock him up because... Sit down. I thank you. Holy smoke, one of those again, Joe. All right, Mr. Bates. Maybe you can tell me what happened. Well, Your Honor, I, I was cutting through the alley back of Mr. McGee's house, and I caught my coat sleeve on a nail, like he says, and pulled the ticket loose. Here. I'll show you how I tore my coat. You, you, you see there? That big rip? I object. Quiet. Find his rest. I'm scared. Go ahead, Mr. Bates. Well, I don't like to damage people's property, Your Honor, so I took a rock and I tried to hammer the nail back in, but I guess I just hammered too hard because I split the fence to get all the pieces. It cost you three dollars to repair the fence, Mr. McGee. That is correct, Your Honor. What's seventy-five cents for mental anguish? I scary. I don't like to look on his gavel. Hmm? All right, I've heard both sides here. If you'll both stand, the court will give its decision. Yes, Your Honor. If Your Honor please. Before you pass sentence on this confessed fence breaker, I'd like to make a few remarks. I'm thin my speech out of my coat, Molly. Yes, it is. Quiet. It's the 
decision of this court that you, Mr. Bates, pay Mr. McGee the $3 damages which you admit causing to his pension. I accept. And in quote, I would like to quote that great American, Benjamin Disraeli, who upon... May I just finish quoting me first, Mr. McGee? Go right ahead, Your Honor. Thank you. You, McGee, for neglecting to repair said pants and for leaving a nail projecting in such a manner as to cause this tear to Mr. Bates' coat, the court orders you to pay him the sum of $5 to repair said damage. What? You pay him? You haven't heard my speech yet. I got a few remarks. Next case. Here's the $5, Jim. Let's get out of here. Deborah and Molly will be right back. Thursday evening is filled with fun when you set your radio dial to this same station. And when we talk about fun, you'll find the best of it each week on Truth or Consequences, the zany stunt games that keep all America intrigued each time Ralph Edwards steps before the NBC microphone. The unusual is commonplace when it's time for Truth or Consequences, and the resultant fun makes wonderful radio entertainment. So be sure to be in the audience tomorrow and every Thursday evening when Ralph Edwards presents America's favorite party game, Truth or Consequences. Also Thursday, you'll hear the best Western adventure and songs from the Double R Bar Ranch on the Roy Rogers Show. 30 minutes of top entertainment presented by Roy, Dale Evans, Pat Brady, and the Whippoorwill. And then stay tuned for Father Knows Best with Robert Young in the title role. As the beleaguered head of the Anderson household, Robert Young finds more times than not that Father knows best about only one thing, trouble. But it's all in fun, and it's all for fun. Be sure to hear Father Knows Best tomorrow evening. This is a message to Guam, to radio station KUAM, which has just begun operation this week. We join the National Broadcasting Company in welcoming KUAM to the network is NBC's newest and most westerly affiliate. Seems like this ought to call for speech, Molly. I got a 12, 30-minute speech here that I didn't get to make in the courtroom today. What if I ought to make it? No, McGee. The plant is wrecked. Good night. Good night, all. NBC and Richard Hudnut, makers of the all-new Richard Hudnut Home Permanent with Beauty Rinse Neutralizer, have brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed. So Bill Thompson is the old-timer, Ken Christie is the judge, and Harley Bear as Mr. Bates. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Enjoy the Roy Rogers Show on the NBC Radio Network. Mm-hmm.